I am Madison Timmons. I'm Chris Susie. And we're paranormal specialists who live in the most haunted city on earth, Savannah, Georgia. Every day is Halloween in our line of work, so join us as we spin true tales of haunts, murders, and disturbing Savannah history. I'm Madison. I'm Chris. And, and welcome, welcome to, to the most haunted city on earth. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the most haunted city on earth. My name is Madison Timmons. I'm Chris Susie, and I'm a tuberculosis patient. Oh no, mm-hmm. that's really bad. That's rough. That's rough, buddy. <laughs> Stop it! You're the worst. You can't even see him. <laughs> He's just younger. Yeah, younger. Yeah, younger. <laughs> Uh, well, welcome back, y'all. We are not making light of tuberculosis. We realize that it is still one of the biggest killers in the world. Yes. Oh, it is? It yes. is. Crap. Can, <laughs> yeah, you can still die from tuberculosis. Hashtag canceled. <laughs> oh, jeez, Jay. Oh, Lord. Debria, help us. Yep. Um, but anyways, so uh, welcome back, y'all. We are back from The Conjuring House officially. Um, this is Woo-woo. the first episode that you guys are seeing after all The Conjuring content, if you will. Yeah, yeah. after all Pretty The Conjuring, yeah. We're, we're officially done with the Conjuring content, but on YouTube, uh, more 360 degree videos will be dropped. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a heads up, if y'all want to see 360 videos, literally like you're in the Conjuring house, we set up a 360 degree camera. We captured footage anywhere from uh, 10 minutes to 30 minutes. Um, Dalen actually has a video dropping on his YouTube that's a full hour in 360. That's our mm-hmm. Estes method. So definitely subscribe to him, subscribe to us. Uh, and it is. If you don't be, already. Yeah, if you don't already. Yeah, and Dalen's uh, is Dalen Spratt on YouTube. So uh, definitely check that out. It was an interesting Estes method because his video, it's like we have like four different Estes sessions yeah. in that one video, which is pretty interesting. It's a whole hour. And I believe that's the one where Debria does her Estes method. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, her first Estes method, which. I don't know if it's included, but okay. yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. yeah. That well, might have been just live stream. Sure. Yep. Um, but yeah. So uh, definitely check all that content out. We worked very hard on it. So mm-hmm. definitely. Um, enjoy what you uh, what we have provided from the Conjuring House. Yes, yes. We um, actually uh, Thursday, so last Thursday we actually dropped a three hundred and sixty degree uh, in the basement. Thirty minutes alone in the, in the basement. So, sh- so you can do that on your phone. You can literally just pull it up on your phone and look around the Conjuring mm-hmm. House on your phone, or you can go full VR, throw the Oculus on or the Apple Vision Pro if you have like billions of dollars, and <laughs> uh, and you can look around the Conjuring House. Yes. Yes, it's like being there in person. Mm-hmm. Just as creepy. <coughs> but it is. And you oh, might what? hear or see things that we didn't. Yeah. Yes. That's why we did it. I know that um, the. The para-junkies have access to a couple of the things, and I saw somebody mention that they're like there sounded like footsteps happening. There was a weird whistling noise yeah. or some kind of noise ah. in the video, which was really bizarre. It is. Um, nobody was in the room when that was happening, so really just weird. Um, so yeah, let us know if you see anything in those videos that we did not catch. Mm-hmm, but. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, on to the next one, though. We're going to another place uh, coming soon. 
We are not releasing the date yet. That's going to be in the next episode after this one. This um, Tuesday. This Tuesday. Uh, we're going to be releasing that date. The Power Junkies are going to find out way sooner, though. So Yesterday. Um, yes, they just found out. Um, mm-hmm. So super cool. Uh, we are going to be going to Waverly Hills. We're going to be investigating the entire sanatorium. We're bringing the Ghost Brothers again. Um, and it's going to be a really interesting experience to There's say. There's a lot of ground least. to cover. There's a lot of ground to cover. Lots. And a lot to do in one night. Um, mm-hmm. We thought we, you know, had a very limited time in the Conjuring House. This place is like like 12 Conjuring Houses. Yeah, it's way more than that. Yeah, it's way more than that. Yeah, I was. Really? Uh, yeah, I was. Uh, I was on the phone with Tina Mattingly, who's the owner. She's she's just been nothing but super helpful, and uh, so shout out to her. But I was like, so when we booked the when we booked the highest and we we booked the private overnight investigation, we get the whole thing to ourselves. And she's like, whole thing. I was like, who? I'm excited. It's body be shoot. Super cool. The I'm, body. I'm shoot. just gonna be living in a body shoot. Yeah. Where JT wants to be in yes. the tunnel. We're going to turn into grave encounters yeah. um, eventually. <laughs> yeah, eventually. We should we should bring a slip and slide for the body shoot. Oh, my God. <laughs> a slip and slide. Oh, no. I don't think that's allowed. All right. I, 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 I would think not. <laughs> I would think not. Anyways, uh, so today we're going to be getting into a ghost mail. Um, but before we do that, we want to thank a couple new para junkies. Uh, as always, it's a good time to be a para junkie. There is a lot of content going on over there. Um, oh, yeah. They get first access to everything. They got access to, um, you know, us in the Conjuring House that other people did not get. Uh, all sorts of things. Full nine and a half hour live stream. Yes. They, and it was, yeah, it was crazy. Yes, it was crazy. Um, but anywho, so we are going to thank it couple new ones so we want to thank kim dixon sherry mizzle or mizzle sorry if i mispronounce your last name uh don nichols ari kim josh collins Alyssa brummett tootie stephanie wesson and Alyssa medina thank you guys so much Woo-woo. for becoming para junkies welcome to the pj fam to the pj fam um, and don't forget, y'all, we do also uh, now have the yearly subscription. So if you want to just like pay all at once and just get it over with. A lot so, more people have been doing that. Yeah. Well, it's nice because you, get a um, you do get a discount. And uh, for one, two, uh, if you have uh, debit cards, credit cards that are going to expire soon or things like that, it happens a lot to people where um, there will be a lapse because they didn't realize their uh, card expired and then they miss out on content and things and mm-hmm. they don't get a notification. So it makes it a little bit weird sometimes. Um, so you would be avoiding that <laughs> by oh, just yeah. doing it all at once and then you don't have to worry about anything like that. So it's uh, pretty cool. Um, so awesome. Yeah. Join Want to hear something weird? Yes. As you said it, we just got a $20 pair of junkie. Oh, nice. Yeah. Speak- Ultra pair of junkie. Wow. Ultra pair of junkie. Yes. That was Lorenzo. That's Lorenzo. Lorenzo's back. Yeah, literally, as you said it, that was crazy. Yes. Lorenzo <laughs> yeah. recently had a baby, and so we were, we've been missing him for a period of time. But welcome back. back, Lorenzo. Yes. Um, but now we're going to go ahead and dive into our ghost mail. All right, so we're going to kick it off with Tracy, uh, Tracy Totten, who is also a para junkie. Um, so 
Hi, Madison, Chris, and JT. My husband, kids, and I spent the holiday in Midway with my sister, not very far from here, uh, brother-in-law, niece, and nephews. We are from Connecticut, but typically go down about twice a year to visit them and are planning to move down in 2025. She's moving away from Connect the Cuts. Oh. You haven't seen that movie. Um, you're missing out. But anyways, um, yeah, she's moving uh, down here. Okay. So, yay. Welcome Woo! welcome to the South, Tracy. Yeah. Uh, they're planning to move here in 2025. But cool. every time we visit, we always do some type of paranormal activity. No pun intended. Um, as that is one of the many things I love about the Savannah area. This visit, we definitely captured some awesome evidence on our outings. I've got a few things to send y'all from our tour at the Sorrel Weed House. Wanted to start with an EVP and could use your help cleaning up in some seemingly intelligent communication I got using GhostTube while at Midway Cemetery. Mm. Chris, you've, you've investigated Midway oh, yes. Cemetery Midway before. Cemetery is, is, is very, very haunted. And uh, there was a time when it was wide open. <laughs> you could go anytime, day or night. And I've spent many a night in Midway Cemetery. We love a good open cemetery. <laughs> yes, I think yes they, we do. I think they lock it now. I'm sure they for do. For good reason. I mean, <laughs> it's pretty common with a lot of cemeteries. Vagrants like me showing up in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah, the good old days when you could just camp out in the cemetery, but no longer, no longer the times. No. Um, but on the morning of New Year's Eve, my sister and I visited the Midway Cemetery. I know y'all have talked about this on some earlier episodes of the podcast, and correct me if I'm wrong, shared that the cemetery was built by slaves, and while being built, there was an argument between two of the leading slave workers that resulted in one being murdered. Uh, his remains were hidden um, in one of the brick walls of the cemetery, according to what I've read. Years after this happened, a crack formed in the wall, and his bones were discovered slash removed, and the crack was repaired. That is very true. Um, and also not uncommon um, because, you know, uh, things deteriorate. And uh, especially when you are in this area, people bury people in walls all the time. And when that cracks, of course, the bones are going to come Ooh. back. So, um, yeah, so it's not super uncommon. But, however, the crack kept reappearing in the same area and has to had to be repaired several times. Knowing this, my sister and I were looking for areas in the walls with large cracks <laughs> to see if we could find where this might have happened. Being it was an old cemetery, there were a lot of cracks in the bricks, so we'd take pictures of what we found while we were walking around to see if anything came up. We spent a good amount of time looking around. If you're standing at the entrance with your back facing the old church across the street, we started in the middle slash front and went right, almost moving counterclockwise around the grounds. Paranormal aside, the cemetery is a fascinating snapshot of history. Many graves of children and young people and many marked unknown to which we would pause and pay our respects to. We found the large tree on the right side of the cemetery to be eerily beautiful. And the first photo below depicts sun rays shining through the large hole in the tree to which we thought looked like a portal of some sort. And this is what the photo looks like. Yeah, that tree is completely hollowed out on the inside. It's hmm. it's very you could step inside of it. Oh wow, yeah, super interesting. It is very eerie and beautiful, and it looks like little Faye would live in there or yes. gnomes. Yeah, it does. you know, yeah, it's, it's definitely like uh, wow, one of those three o'clock in the morning. Hey, get in the tree. Get in the tree. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. 
take this take this recorder and get in the tree. Get in the tree. And then it swallows <laughs> you. And then you become a part of the tree, and that's mm-hmm. how it gets its knots. Ooh. There you go. Mm-hmm. Your face appears in the knot. Yeah. Ooh. 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 Yeah. We just we just wrote a movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyways, um, so not sure if this is anything paranormal, but you can see orb-like anomalies with the rays of sun that I thought were interesting. My thought is that it is not necessarily paranormal, but attributed to the overall energies that are within the cemetery. As we move to the back of the grounds, the energy to me felt like it usually does when I am in a cemetery, peaceful and quiet. My sister and I were not trying to communicate with spirits, but I had ghost tube running in the event anyone wanted to communicate with us, and they did. Uh, The second and third photos are the log of what we got. I will explain the name Brian later in this email. Uh, When we got more on, it was right after we uh, commented on how the headstone was pretty. It was in very good shape and intricately designed. I suppose they thought we were morons for making such a comment. (laughs) Um, Interesting. Yeah, let me pull up those. So they got Brian, give it back, him... Behind you, I'm close. Lower your voice. How do you feel? Am I dead? Moron. Iron. You shouldn't be here. Please listen. Sorry. Um, cursed. No. So. Okay. Interesting. Um, so, um, once we started moving uh, to the front left side of the cemetery, the energy felt like it shifted a little. It went from peaceful to feeling unsettled. As we approach the front left side of the cemetery, again, this is if you're standing at the entrance with your back facing the old church across the street, we noticed a really big crack in the corner where the front and left wall met. It was the biggest we had seen, so of course, we took some photos and chatted about this perhaps being the area where the slave was murdered, slash his remains put into the wall. We started to walk back towards the entrance when I'm close came over the ghost tube. Then, a minute later, behind you, our backs at this point were facing the large crack. We were going to head out, but realized we hadn't looked at the monument in the middle of the grounds. So we walked um, uh, walked around and read the inscriptions. My sister then said out loud she wondered if there was any type of memorial for the slave that was murdered. Like maybe a plate or a plaque um, with his name on it or something to that effect. After she said that, the name Brian came through on Ghost Tube. I couldn't find anything when searching uh, to confirm if this, in fact, was his name. So wanted to see if y'all might know. Regardless, the intelligent communication I received was pretty incredible. Isn't Midway in Bryan County? Is it? I think it is. I'll, I'll Google okay. it. Okay, yeah, Google it, Jay. Um, because that would make a lot of sense i think technically it could be in um like liberty is right next to it i always thought it was bryan county but it might not be maybe it's not. Is it richmond hill in bryan county yes yeah and midway is just down the 17. it technically could be bryan county could be liberty too. liberty yeah uh, i was gonna say it could be liberty too liberty although it's right there at the border of bryan county yeah so um now for the evp the video was taken in the left side of the cemetery in the middle but more near the front of the grounds there was an area fenced off that i am assuming was where a family was buried we cannot make out the names on the headstones i want to be clear my sister and i were the only people in the cemetery there was no one else anywhere nearby occasionally you can hear a car drive by but that was it it was completely silent except for when her and i spoke 
Obviously, neither of us heard this voice when the video was taken, and I only noticed it the other day when posting it into an album on Facebook. I still have to go through all the photos I took. I cannot make out what this voice is saying and what uh, was hoping y'all could either weigh, uh, weigh in or had the means to clean up on software. Um, to me, it sounds residual in nature, but I'd love your thoughts. So let's listen to this EVP. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Did you hear? You definitely like, heard a voice. Yeah, like a man's voice. Hold oh. on. Hmm. I, I hear I, it. I could try yes. to pull. I could try to pull yeah, something up. Might yeah. want to try to isolate it and, and yeah. get it. But it, it sounds like a full sentence. It does, and it sounds like a man's voice. And considering mm. that it was just you and your sister, um, not to say that some people don't have deeper voices. I'm yeah. gonna take though that this is not either of you, especially because yeah. you don't recognize the voice. Yeah, and it, we're, we were just listening, you know, through uh, through phone speakers. Right. Um, but uh, it definitely definitely sounded like somebody yeah. saying a, a, a lot of something. It wasn't, mm -hmm. you know, it wasn't just a single word. It sounded like a sentence. Yeah. Right. You know? um, interesting. And intriguingly, the, um, the crack in the wall story has been um, <laughs> gotten more and more dire. Mm -hmm. uh, because when I was growing up, uh, the first time I heard this story, I was probably like 15 or 16. Um, and it was just uh, the conditions of working caused a slave to die while building the wall. Not uncommon. And they just buried him on the spot. Um, and uh, that was the story then. And then I think I remember there being an escalation to mm -hmm. he was murdered. And then, you know... Um, uh, all, all of these other things, but I think that bizarre, innocuous—he—he—he uh, he, he died, and they—and they just kept working. You know, it was—it was that kind of uh, a notion that always kind of haunted me too. Is that right? The notion that you know they—they they just buried him right on the spot. So, um, yeah, I—I I, I think the Midway Cemetery, uh, which is a lovely cemetery too, on top of everything else. It's very historic. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a story of um, a Confederate soldier and a Union soldier that are buried there. Uh, and I want to say, I, I believe the Union soldier is, is outside of the wall because <laughs> he was not allowed to be in the wall uh, inside the, the cemetery proper. Uh, stories like that uh, abound, you know, uh, mm -hmm. whenever you get uh, little cemeteries like these, uh, the, the stories of. Uh, you know, um, the people who were not allowed to be buried inside the cemetery, they're right. actually outside the wall and, you know, the, the different families. But, yeah, it's a great cemetery. It is. Um, I tried to listen to it uh, through the AirPods and it actually was worse. Really? Yeah. It, I think it's better with, like, open air speakers. I can, I can blast it through the computer after this. Okay. Um, so, finally, 
the last photo was taken by the area uh, where we we think the infamous crack is located. It was a very sunny day that day. And we got sun rays in several photos, but this is different. There is one area in particular where the ray slash rainbow is coming up rather than going down as it naturally should. There is also a connecting rainbow on top of the upside down one that which we found odd. The connecting rainbow is literally positioned right over the crack in the wall. Um, and so this is the photo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is so. interesting that a little rainbow showed up on the crack in the right. wall. But, you know. Which I guess could be a good sign too, but could be. yeah, um, I will be sending more photos from our visit to the Sorrel Weed House. Uh, creepy hooded figure in my sister's face changing in a mirror photo. Ah. Uh. Mort. But the EVP I caught in the Midway <clears throat> Cemetery is bugging me. Would love to know what it is saying and get your thoughts on the activity we captured. Okay. Um, one last thing. My sister, who has been a listener since day one of the podcast with me, has a birthday on January 13th. So a little oh, delayed. We missed it. Oh, we missed crap. it. Um, but Nicole... Nicole from Midway, Georgia. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy belated. Happy belated birthday. Um, yes. Sorry, y'all. We uh, sometimes see, we get an influx of uh, ghost mail. Yeah, so it gets some, backlogged. It gets it a little does. backlogged. But Nicole, nonetheless, we hope you had an amazing birthday. Thank you Woo, so much for listening. Out. Shout out to Nicole. Um, we really appreciate you. And I hope you had a very wonderful day. And, you and guess what? Earth year. She has another birthday coming up in 11 months. That's wow. true. Quick, mm-hmm. mark the calendar. <laughs> mark the calendars. Nicole from Midway. We're going to put it down January 13th. But yes. Uh, if we miss it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, Sorry. Uh, but yes. Happy birthday. I hope you had a really wonderful day and a wonderful rest of your year. And I hope it's the best one yet. But um, on to the next one. Uh, is from Parajunkie President Ashley Werner. Whoa. Nice. And this is actually um, a ghost story from her now fiancé, Jeff. Okay. Debria, go ahead and put the uh, presidential music here. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Um, Yeah, if you haven't um, uh, interacted with Ashley yet, you definitely should. She's really awesome. Um, She runs our fan base page on Facebook. Um, She helps us out a lot. She's really awesome. So uh, definitely go connect with her if you want a really cool uh, ghostly friend. But um, yes, so Ashley sent, hey, y'all. It's been a while since I wrote in, and I've been meaning to send this in for a while, but work and life have been crazy, so I'm just finally getting around to writing this all down. So y'all might remember me mentioning before that my fiancé, Jeff, was a bit of a skeptic, and after visiting Savannah, um, quickly it, he quickly changed his mind. It was actually Madison and Radar, who's our driver uh, for our uh, tour, who made him a believer. After seeing the photos they showed us on the Savannah Underground trolley tour, he said he didn't realize what ghosts actually look like um, and had just been looking for the wrong things all his life. Not sure what exactly he meant by that or what he was expecting ghosts to look like, but I find it really funny that since visiting Savannah, we have shared two separate paranormal encounters. The first one happened only a couple weeks after we got back from our trip. We live on the east coast of Lake Erie, and by that, I mean literally across the street from the lake. Uh, It was one of the first nice days of the year and a rare day that we were both off work. Um, We were sitting in the porch together, enjoying the nice day um, and weather and sharing a smoke and chatting. 
The sun was beaming through the tree branches, and I just remembered feeling very relaxed and peaceful. We were both just gazing out towards the lake when suddenly, out of nowhere, where the silver fairy-like things come floating down through the tree branches, it almost looked like pixies from Harry Potter, but more human-looking and bright, shining silver color, like you could literally see the sun reflecting off of it. We both just watched in awe as it slowly floated downward all the way down towards a section of the yard where my mom has set up a little memorial garden for his grandmother who passed away in 2020. Aww. That's sweet. She has a bench, a small bench, a statue of an angel, and a couple little plants all set up at the base of a white picket fence. The creature just floated around the little garden for a second and then landed on the fence and vanished into thin air. We both just looked at each other and said the exact same thing. What the heck was that? I have no idea what it could have been, and we haven't seen it since, but I can't help but feel in some way it was connected to Jeff's grandmother. The next story happened probably about a month or two later. We are super lucky uh, for the fact that we live less than an hour away from America's number one amusement park, Cedar Point. We are seasonal pass holders, so we go often probably a couple times a month. One day in particular, we had gone with some family from out of town and Jameson had somehow discovered that he could perfectly mimic the sound a seagull makes. Ashley, send us Jameson's seagull impression. We'd yes. like to hear it. Yes, uh, it will go on the podcast. <laughs> it will go on the it podcast. Will go on the podcast. <laughs> um, Let's play it right after the intro. Yes. What the, okay, what the hell? What's going on? Well, you know, like the, the Chris's flub where he goes, yeah. bow, 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 Oh, yeah. Oh, and then yeah. It'll Good. just be Jameson's. Okay. France! France! <laughs> I like it. But, anyways, um, anyone who has ever been to Cedar Point knows that seagulls are everywhere around the park and they are not shy about coming up to people to take their food. Sounds like a that seagull. That is a seagull, yes. Yes. So naturally, Jameson spent the day with his older cousins running around pranking people, making them think that seagulls were right behind them when they were in line for a ride, sitting on a bench, eating, etc. And I don't know, maybe it's just me uh, overthinking the situation, but I feel like his constant mimicry may have gotten the attention of something a little nefarious that attempted to follow us home. Our family members had left early, and the three of us decided to stay until the park closed. By the time we got to the car, we were all exhausted, and it was a very long drive from, uh, for Jeff while Jameson and I napped. About a mile from home, Jeff wakes, uh, shakes me awake, exclaiming, Hey, wake up. Look at this thing. What the F is that? What the F? What the F? <laughs> <laughs> I open my eyes to see what looks like some, some sort of animal I've never seen before sitting in the middle of the road. It was white and kind of translucent, and as we got closer, it looked like some kind of bird, like a seagull, but fatter and rounder and no visible legs. Honestly, the best way I could describe it, it looked like a seagull squishmallow. Oh. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. I need um, one of those for my back right now. Yeah. Up against this chair. <laughs> but realistic looking. Jeff was starting to slow the car down more and more. We got um, the closer we got because he was afraid of hitting it when I suddenly realized that we absolutely should not under any circumstances stop our car. I told him, <laughs> no, don't stop. Hit it if you have to. I don't care. Bruh. Thankfully, he is a smart man and listened and started to accelerate again. 
But then as soon as we got close enough to actually hit it, it vanished into thin air. I still have no idea what it could have been, but I did go home that night and do some serious cleansing and banishment magic. I would love to hear y'all's thoughts on what you think it could be. Sorry this was so long. It's not long at all. No. That's okay. Um, but thanks for reading. Can't wait to see you uh, y'all in June. Stay spooky, Ashley. Woo! So it sounded like you had a little fae encounter. Um, two. Two. Two types of fae encounters. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the first one definitely sounds like it's so... Here's your Fay Daddy moment. Oh boy, the De- Fay Daddy moment. Oh, what? What do you want Debray to do now? Debray will put something fun in, like a magical noise. Oh God. Um, but yes. So, welcome to your Fay Daddy moment. Um, not all Fay have to be um, malevolent in any cases. Sometimes they're just sweet little things, and they flit and they flutter. Yeah, they're nature. They're nature. Yeah, they. Uh, it's such a wide net when you throw it. Um, it sounded a little like will o' wisps. It does. It does sound like that. A wisp of the willow. Will o' wisp. Will o' wisp. Wisp of the willow. Something along those lines, but small fairy lights that come descending from the trees. Yes, which is super cute and lovely, and um, it could have been the fact that it was a really nice day, and um, obviously y'all have set up that area to be a very um, spiritually prominent space, so of course it would attract things that are, um, you know, of more um, magical properties, if you will, and so uh, it, Especially because it's a memorial, it's built with good intent, it's built with a lot of love and um, happiness and joy. It's going to attract more good-natured spirits. And so it could have just been a little fairy, you know, coming to visit the nice little space. Also, because it has a bench, it's uh, seated by a lake and things like that. Could have been some type of fae that was coming, uh, saw that as an invitation yeah, to come it, and sit. It's very and, inviting. Yes. You know, whenever you put out something that is like that, it, it, it energies that coalesce mm-hmm. in welcoming spaces, you know, are oftentimes, uh, yeah, benevolent in, yeah. In, in nature. But super cool, and I'm very jealous. It's fun. <laughs> um, but no. we have room for one more. Ooh, there's always room. <laughs> There you go. (laughs) Goodness gracious. There's always room for one more. 999 happy haunts. Anyway. What is going on? Haunted Mansion. You literally Haunted Mansion. You've been. I'm talking about the story where she gets in the elevator. No, you're. Room for one more. It's called Room for One More. Yeah, but that started with Haunted Mansion. What? Yes. The the, the, the end quote of of the ride, Haunted Mansion. There's always room Room for for one one more. more. Okay. While you're in the Doom buggy, like. So, while you're pulling up the next one. We didn't talk about the Squishmallow. Yes, we didn't talk about the Squishmallow. Oh, sorry. Yes. Um, I think you might be right in the way that it's some type of mimicky fae type creature. Um, yeah, uh, we, we've talked about the uh, uh, the angler fish, the mm-hmm. fish with the little glow ball in front of it. Um, it definitely sounds like a trap. It sounds like mm-hmm. you know something wanted you to get out and, and get close, um, and uh, and when you decided not to, it went away. So yeah, it definitely sounds like a trap you know yes uh classically speaking um which 
in a weird sort of way, uh, Will-O-Wisps are known to do that too, is uh, Wisp of the Willow, Will-O-Wisps. Um, uh, they'd be lights that you'd see in the woods and they'd draw you deeper into the woods. Um, so, you know, it's interesting because it sounds like you're, you're, you're being lured. You know, mm-hmm. it definitely mm. sounds like there's, there's some, some... It would have worked on me. Well, yeah, and yeah. I think it would work on many people. I'd be like, squitchy, uh, you know, if it weren't squitchy, for that, uh, that, that defensive mechanism inside of you saying, oh, I don't think we should do this. Because a lot of people don't have that. You know, yeah. a lot of people oh, yeah. are like, I gotta know what that is. I gotta poke it with a stick. Let yes. me get a stick. You know, yes. mm-hmm. <laughs> and they get right out and poke it with a stick. And that's the last anyone saw of them. So <laughs> it's interesting, actually, Ashley, um, that you mentioned this because Ashley just reached out to me. So um, Ashley, you know, has always been a very big supporter of my like jewelry company, and I made her a. Um, savannah-centered spell jar, but specifically with the intention of protection. And she sent me it, and she was like, hey, it looks like it's growing mold inside, which it's I'm very good about drying all my jars and mm-hmm. stuff, like, and stuff. And because it's a protection jar, the only time I've ever had that happen with my particular protection jars is when it takes really nasty energy. And I told mm. her that. I was like, it sounds like you got hit with some like crazy like energy and this took the brunt of it for you. And it's like, I'm like, you need to get rid of that. Right. And yeah. so, because that's very common in witchcraft when things start to mold in your spells and things like that. Um, especially if you, not to say science doesn't exist and like people, you know, do things. But if it's all dried out ingredients and things like that, shouldn't do that. Yeah, yeah, sealed um, in a jar. Sealed in a jar. It shouldn't exactly. do that. Um, it's also the same with um, clouding over crystals. If you have any yes. crystals that suddenly start having like dark streaks or dark cloudiness in it, it's taking on something that you should probably oh, yeah. sort of bury it. Especially <laughs> when you use it as a word. And she was right. saying, she's like, I had it on my altar. And so interesting that you noticed this after this encounter. And you said that you did like a lot of banishment magic. Oh, right. I'm wondering right. Something been... if you had something following you in that jar took the brunt of the also interesting that it, it would it would appear as a mal-shapen seagull right after jameson had been running around pretending to be a seagull mm. thinking yeah. that it was maybe trying to be a form that you were interested Ooh. in or mm-hmm. or wanted to be around you know um we talk about uh, there's a a creature folklore here called the plat eye which uh, is 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 a creature attempting to look human but can't quite manage it. Mm-hmm. It, it. There's always telltale signs. One of the biggest ones is it often has only one eye, and that is one of those things where uh, supernatural forces trying to mimic uh, natural things get it wrong. You know, they mm-hmm. they they can't quite fully mimic well. So there is something to be said about you know just the nature of it you know uh, and w- when when diving into folklore and when diving into like that kind of thing you're like oh that does sound like something's trying to get you close mm. uh, and that's you know yeah yeah <laughs> dang so super interesting though but I wonder if you didn't have something kind of floating around you and um, that's where all that. But you did the right thing, doing some banishment, doing some cleansing and stuff like that, you know, if that's what you, for those of you listening, if you have that and you have that skill set, it's a good, it's a good way to go about it. But anywho, so moving on to one last story. One last story. And this one comes from Elizabeth. So. Real fast. Mm-hmm. Um, just while you're pulling it up and stuff, I was going to let you know, Alex Machado just emailed me and said that, um, 
uh, that Jingles and Batrick are getting Mardi Gras beads. <gasps> She's sending us Mardi Gras Incredible. beads. Incredible. Yes. I love Excellent. that. Yes. I absolutely love that. That's yes. amazing. Um, yes, if you that actually reminds us. If you like Jingles and um, Batrick, we do still have Batrick and Jingles merch on our website, so definitely go check that mm-hmm. out. Also, and, and vote, right? And well, yeah. Oh, we have some yeah. announcements we didn't. Oh mention. my god! <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, yeah. Pause real quick. We'll get back into the stories. Um, but yeah, also Connect Savannah voting is back. It's uh, we made it through the nomination phase. Ashley and Dawn led us to victory. We um, succeeded in getting into the top ten of multiple uh, categories this year. So we have a lot of things that we are up for. Um, Connect Savannah like one of the biggest uh, awards that you can receive in the Savannah area. It's very important for business owners and people who um, who are trying to grow their businesses, grow their brands and things like that. It's really um, respected competition. So uh, we appreciate voting. You can vote once a day, every day until next month on the 6th. Um, and so we are up for quite a few things. We're up for do 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 as I pull it up. We are up for best local actress. I made it to the top ten for best local actress. Nice. I really appreciate that, y'all. Um, and best local theater production, the Savannah Underground. If you didn't know, we also have a theater. Uh, we've been going for three years strong, uh, and our production uh, uh, that we do is up for best local theater production. Uh, best local theater director, JT. Uh, it's under John Taylor Timmons. That's his actual full name, his yeah. professional name, if you will. Uh, so he's up for that. Best place to work is the Savannah Underground. Um, <laughs> Which I didn't nominate us, I mean, so that's pretty yeah, cool. That's, that's I don't know who nice. nominated us, but that's really <laughs> but it's awesome. MJ. It is a fun place to work. It is a fun place to work. <laughs> it is. Um, yeah, if you have skills in um, you know theater stuff, definitely check us out. Uh, but Best Local TikTok, Haunted City Podcast, uh, Best Local Influencer, vote for Eni, uh, Enika Edenfield. Uh, if you don't know who Eni is yet, you need to go back and listen to a ton of our uh, episodes, but... Um, yeah, she's really awesome. So definitely vote for Eni for best local influencer. And we're, of course, uh, for best local podcast, the most honest city on earth. Um, and I don't know how I missed this one, but apparently I made it to the top 10 for best local craft vendor for Country mm-hmm. Witch Coast. So oh, that's very pretty cool. cool. Yeah. Uh, so vote for that as well. Yeah, but you can vote every single day. Every single day. So. Yep. And we need we need your votes. We do need your votes. Yep, yep, yep. And you can join the uh, uh, Most Haunted City on Earth fan base page on Facebook. And and uh, Ashley posts the link there. Ashley and Dawn. Yep. They will remind you. There. So, yes. Cool, cool. All um, right. On to the last story. Yes. Shameless plug over. All right. So this one comes from Elizabeth. Hi, guys. I'm a new listener slash watcher of yours on YouTube. Uh, Hello on YouTube land. Hello. Uh, Let me uh, first start on saying I'm a very tech unsavvy. (laughs) I feel you. I'm a grandma who requires help with simple electronic tasks. I don't play video games, only have a small Chromebook I barely know how to use, and my phone <laughs> app use is worse than most toddlers. Oh, no. 
I live in Michigan now, but for about 13 years, I lived in Charleston, South Carolina area. I worked in a parking lot for one of the carriage companies. Um, oh. I walked around downtown a lot, but never saw or felt anything until, until. Mm-hmm. Boom, boom, boom. Wow. I tore the old city jail. Oh, that'll do it. Oh, that'll yeah. do it. Aren't they turning that into like apartments now? Yeah, we don't talk about they that. They just renovated it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're doing yeah. something. They're with doing it. something they just did a, to a, it. A huge renovation. They say they uh, they cleansed it. Mm. And I mean that in the in the sense of renovation. It's it's it's, yeah. it's not because it was like dark and dungeony, and now mm-hmm. it's kind of like oh, this is pleasant. I'm still suspicious. Suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, so I toured the old city jail one evening during uh, a be a tourist in your hometown night um, that offered free tours to various places in town. That's pretty cool. Uh, I had never been in it, so I jumped at the chance. I tend to be a rule follower, so when our tour guide told us that he doesn't like to be recorded, but pictures were welcome, I felt extremely guilty and paranoid videoing the tour. Uh, I kept it by my side and held it up to take pictures while recording. Toward the end of the tour, we were standing in a circle in the empty room with cement walls, and the guy turned off the flashlight and continued talking. He opened the door that led outside and talked a few more minutes, then told us that he, uh, thank you, and we left. After, on the way home, I was listening to it again and heard a voice. Uh, it's obvious it's not anyone in the room. I am unable to make out what it is saying. It sounds like a long, drawn-out whisper. Ooh. I was so excited, but I would like to get your thoughts. Um, about 14 years ago, I did see a shadow man, oddly enough, wearing a hat. Of course you did. I saw him at a friend's house on two different occasions. One time in the middle of the night, standing in the bathroom doorway. Chris's worst nightmare. Yeah, that (laughs) is is Chris's. Well, Uh if it was a clown. It's insane how many people see that happen. It's insane. Then I saw him sidestep out of view. Yes, I saw the stepping motion on his legs. The TV was on, so it was not dark in the room. Also, the bathroom had no window or other doorway. Funny enough, I did not react and fell back asleep. Um, Maybe six months later during the day, in the same room, I saw him again. I was sitting side saddle on the bed, facing an oval freestanding mirror. Hmm. When I looked at the mirror, I saw the same hat-wearing man. As soon as I saw him, he sidestepped out of view. I immediately looked behind me, but there was no one else in the room. Again, interestingly enough, I did not react. Yep, intelligent haunt. I have not been in the house again, but I would love to investigate it, lol. But it's just someone's house. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I have attached the clip with the voice for your thoughts. I hope you like it, Elizabeth. All right. Thank you, Elizabeth. Last March, he had an elderly woman on his tour that explained to the group that she grew up a few blocks from here. And as a child in the 1950s, Yo, what? What in the world? Hey, uh... Yeah. Last March, he had an elderly woman on his tour that explained to the group that she grew up a few blocks from here. And as a child in the 1950s, she... Okay, uh... All right. Well, that's definitely a, a kind of a menacing voice. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's also in a cement room, so part of me is like, was it reverberating right. almost? Yeah, um, for a minute I thought it was like the sound of furniture moving. You know, right. That, that sound when something heavy is being moved across the floor, but then it was like, no, that there's definitely the tinge of a voice in there. Yeah. It sounds like almost a moan, but it also yeah. sounds like, um, you know when like you hear people who talk who haven't been able to talk in a long time 
Oh, yeah. 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 It sounded like that or like somebody who's really dehydrated and their voice, like their throat's so dry. It that... like overpowered the audio. Yeah. yeah. That's the yeah. thing that was crazy to, to me is when I was listening to it with y'all, it just started to just like come in like really heavy. I was like, like where all of us just looked at each other like, Whoa. what in the heck? Well, that was wild. There's some pretty intense energy in that old city jail. Oh, yeah. So, um, not surprising. Yeah. But very odd. Um, it sounded like a hay of some sort. Yes. It definitely yeah. sounded like uh, uh, trying to get your attention, certainly. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, or maybe he was over the tour happening. You never know. So, um, <laughs> Because, yeah, it, that happens all the time if we have uh, tours and things like that. Spirits are like, mm, I'm over it. We're done right. here. So, right. you know. But uh, thank you so much for sending that in, though, Elizabeth. That is super creepy and bizarre <laughs> um, and very prominent. So interesting. Um, but thank you guys so much for listening to today's Goose Mail. Um, we hope you enjoyed it. And, of course, uh, yes, vote on Connect Savannah. Um, become a para junkie. Go watch the 360 videos and stay up to date for our uh, date release of Waverly Hills. We got have a lot, lot going on. We got a lot Lord. going on. We are going hard in 2024. Yeah. So, uh, yes. Yeah, so, thank you guys. Oh, also, if you live in the Savannah area, this is just a side little plug. Enie is doing uh, the. I think it's her third year doing this. She's doing for Valentine's Day the, her bad love tour. Yes. Ooh. If you uh, want to do a ghost tour in Savannah on Valentine's Day, if you want to do something spooky, go check out Enie. She's still got availability for that. So uh, definitely check that out as well. But thank you guys again. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. And my name is Madison Timmons. I'm Chris Susie. And stay spooky, y'all.